This is Tina Anderson of TinaAndersonOC.com and Life in the Groove. Originally the podcast, Get Fit, Stay Healthy, which is still the URL. It has been a, uh, a while, back in June, I guess, since I have uploaded, I guess, a podcast. I do have a good reason, and I will get into that in a moment. Today's segment is all about me and then you. Better said, it starts with me and it ends with you. Because in just moments, I will share a huge disappointment and loss back in June and how it transformed my life for the better. It's extremely important to me that I share this with you, this segment. It took me a while to get it together. And I believe that what I'm about to share could add an entirely new dimension and sense of calmness to your life. I just posted a shorter version on my blog at tinaandersonoc.com. That's two A's. And my Facebook page features more posts related to today's topic as well. I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever heard of the term spiritual fitness? I hadn't. It is out there, but I created it for myself, I should say. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Don't turn this off. Why do you need spiritual fitness? What is it? How do you keep it? You need spiritual fitness for the same reasons you need physical fitness at good mental health. To enjoy your precious gift of life in a way that feels significant, joyful, and meaningful. To live in the moment with all your senses tuned and to find fun and laughter and mostly love wherever you look and to leave the world a better place even by one gesture at a time. Please stay with me on this one. Please, please, please have an open mind as we dive into my story about what happened and why I am on this new journey and why I have to share this with you. And now I'm done with a mellow voice. <laughs> Wake back up. All right, guys, here we go. Here's my journey. Stay to the very end. It's good. After nearly 40 years of always having a job or several or several plus volunteer positions, I took six weeks off this summer other than a little bit of fitness work. I taught my two cycle classes and I, I trained a few clients. I was coming off of a major career disappointment, the kind that resulted in a feeling of loss, the loss of what I thought was an amazing opportunity. Years ago, I had started rebranding myself as a media and fitness specialist. I got gigs interviewing fitness people and guest blogs, and I did all kinds of stuff. And ironically, towards the end of this whole rebranding process, it started to become clear to me that although I love health and fitness, I always will, it's, it's part of me, I was really being sort of pulled more towards this mind-body wellness, not just straight health and fitness. I was really thinking more in terms of the mental and spiritual components, more so than that basic stuff. You know, I was missing my comedy and a little bit of the entertainment aspects of the music radio, but I definitely felt like there was just something that I should be doing that was more towards this body, spiritual connection. Just about at that time, I was contacted by an entertainment media company about hosting a syndicated health and fitness radio show. 
I had a lot of reservations and concerns, instinctual gut messages telling me that this was not the right thing to do. But I was thinking to myself, listen, I've been working so hard at rebranding myself, media, fitness, and I want to get back into commercial radio. And it's literally impossible to get into this business. And if you want to get into the big market like I used to be in, well, you know, you got to do something. And, and I was led to believe that I had an incredible opportunity to expand into video or TV to make money, that this company was, you know, really legitimate and locked directly into big time radio. I would be on, you know, possibly hundreds of stations. And to me, it just felt like I could get back in finally after being out for so long, quit my job in 1997 to raise my kids. And I was doing quite well in major LA radio. So anyway, let's just say that the way this company operated posed a giant obstacle to seeing any of that happen. And I kind of knew it from day one of contract negotiations, but I let something get in the way. It's a three letter word that probably saved me during my very dark adolescent years, but something that gets us into trouble when it leads our decisions and actions when we're not in danger like that. Ego. Had I listened to my intuition I would have saved myself a great deal of frustration and even money, but I am grateful for all of it. It was obviously part of the plan and I am in a supremely better place because of it and how it worked in my life. After I gave notice at the end of June of 2014, I needed to allow the sadness and the loss to work its course. And then all of a sudden I felt a sudden interest, obsession actually really, in all things spiritual. And what transpired over the next several weeks changed my life. It was evident that I needed all this time to focus on my own spiritual fitness. And I did, I read about seven books. I prayed, I meditated a lot. I couldn't get enough. I, I'd wake up in the morning and have to read another book and I didn't do any to-do lists. I, you know, I cleaned the house once in a while. I prayed for my days to be open to spontaneity and friendship and family. And I was answered with tons of it. Unexpected house guests, beautiful, lovely people, last minute tickets and parties and gatherings and family things that I probably would have not been able to do, or at least not with the freedom and the openness and the joy that I was able to. I had time to sit and live and breathe with this new part of me that was developing and it was life changing. And I am, uh, not just compelled, but I know I have to share it. I know that I, I know that I'm supposed to. So today's segment, long segment is about spiritual fitness. Why do you need it? You know, and how do you find it? And how do you keep it? And how do you know you have it? I start with one of the many books that I read over the summer, and I will paraphrase a statement that really opened up my thought process. I can't believe that the amazing and omnipotent God that I believe in would stop his teachings at the Bible. It got me thinking. Since God recognizes our whacked out human beingness and individuality, why would he or she stop at one big, confusing for most of us, you know it is, 
and what appears to be contradictory and impractical many times. And you got to agree, of course it is for most of us, unless we're scholars, biblical scholars, or we're priests or ministers. Why would he stop at that if he wants to reach all of us with this message of love? And I know we do have our leaders to interpret and decipher the Bible to explain it. But you know, as well as I do, that it's still overwhelming and off-putting for many. Many just don't even go to organized religion because of it. They don't get started or it just turns them off, the doctrine. And I have to say, having said that, I am eternally grateful to my fellow Episcopalians and more recently to Saddleback Church in the awesome, oh my gosh, praise tent, the rock and roll tent, all the tents, but especially praise uh, in Lake Forest, California, which I love. Uh, Those are Christian church churches and Saddleback is, boy, it's really biblical. I have a solid relationship with God and my faith since I can remember. I've grown up with Jesus Christ as my savior. Those, those messages I've heard over and over again, the darkest years of my life, I believe were brightened because of my religion, because of my faith. I'm not sure I would even be here without that. So I am eternally grateful and I, I still have my faith and I love the support I get from even going to Saddleback or listening to something online or reading a Christian book, you know, I, I still get so much from that. I have beautiful, warm, happy, joyful memories from my religious upbringing, but many people do not. And there's something that became very clear to me as I was pulled more and more into this transformation Surmising my incredible angel messenger readings, so here we go. You already are getting an idea. I work with an angel messenger. My past work with a spiritual director and the Enneagram, life-changing. All these books I read during the summer on life after death, near-death experiences, reincarnation, karma, angels, and new thoughts on Christianity, and studying other religions and practices, my own reincarnation study, all the stuff with astrological charts. And again, don't roll your eyes. Numerology, don't roll your eyes. Hang with me. Life purpose reports, as well as my traditional religious and prayerful background. Along with my journaling, I started to see and feel a distinct, clear, solid pattern and message. They all outlined a calling towards uplifting others, spreading joy, helping with peace and using my intuitive gifts as a conduit for the Holy Spirit. It also became clear to me that ideologies by their very nature, duh, I know we already know this, but you know, anyway, it became more clear to me, divide and define our differences. Even in my very accepting liberal-based Episcopalian doctrines, well, not all Episcopalians, but basically, you know, we have female and gay priests. They don't all agree with that, but we do. We don't make you feel guilty. You know, if you don't show up, we don't, you know, we're just a lot more easygoing. 
you know, we still say a prayer of confession and all that, but, and we, of course, suggest that we are eternal beings through Jesus Christ and the Savior and baptism. I still pray to Jesus, but I have never believed that my Jewish friends or others with different beliefs or someone's a Buddhist, I've never believed that they were going to be excluded from heaven or sent to hell because they were born into a different religion or adopted a practice for genuinely positive and loving reasons. I never thought that ever. I've never really been one to quote Bible verses in people's faces. I have used them for uh, support and for motivation for myself, but not to condemn anything or in a negative way. I don't believe that God works that way. Anyway, spirituality, not religion, unites us in a common goal, but allows us to travel our unique paths to achieve what I believe is the core of existence on earth, evolving our souls, not just as human beings, but as loving beings. I'm not abandoning my traditions, nor am I trying to convince or convert anyone to anything. This is a progression for me and a calling to share this insight, to bring more faith, more hope, and more unity to create a more loving world. The premise is that God and religion are not the same thing. Certainly, I used religion to learn about God. And again, I am grateful and it's my foundation. I am not trying to change that if it works for you or anyone else. What I want to do is open your mind to spirituality in a way that is not weird or threatening to you or to any religion. I want you to approach it like you do regular health and fitness because it is that important in my opinion. So before we talk about this, as far as, you know, what is it and how to get it and how to know if you're spiritually fit and how to keep it, I want you to check out some of my journal entries and the synchronicity, which is my, my word. I love serendipity. And now I love synchronicity that is occurring in my life. Messages from my angels and my spirit guides. I, yes, I pray to them. I talk to them. I believe I have them. Messages from God. Perhaps Jesus. Messages that I'm on the right track. Not coincidences, in my opinion. And I will share the one thing that gives me the utmost of peace in my life. Oh, and there's one other thing that I wanted to mention that I forgot about, and that is the doxology is a tradition in the Episcopal Church, I believe in the Catholic Church, and possibly in some of the others, uh, the Protestant churches, but it used to give me chills every time we sang it, and it would still today, and I used to be in the prayer circle praying for people after communion, and my knees would burn anytime there was something really serious that we had to pray about prior to it. In other words, I would walk into church at the beginning when we do our kind of our prayers and stuff before we get started. And my right or left knee would start burning if something really serious was probably going to happen. And it did every time. And I, I bring that up only because I think that the Holy spirit and God, I had that help early and I have a connection, and that started in the church. And I, I know I shouldn't feel so defensive. I just want you to understand a full circle here and not be concerned or threatened by what I'm doing. Actually, before I start into my journal, and by the way, are you journaling? 
dream interpretation. You should keep a journal, uh, something to write with on next to your bed. Write your dreams down right away for patterns and messages, your subconscious, whatever. And keep track of things that happen in your life. Oh my gosh, you will start to see patterns. Whether you believe in any of this, just general human life, whether it's something you need to work on, something you're getting better at, a toxic person in your life, and you just write stuff down. Don't worry about it. Go back and look at it later. It will be mind-blowing, I'm telling you. I knew that I needed some support during this time, and I'd been working with an angel messenger. Her name is Frances. I love her. I set up a session with her, and she uses the angel cards, and I asked her basically to help me with what I, my biggest question really, and that is, I feel like I'm getting close to understanding sort of my life purpose. I have done so many different things in my life, but I'm searching. Part of this spiritual journey for me and spiritual fitness is to fine tune that. And I trust you, is what I told her, to talk to the angels. And I've been told many times I have a guardian angel, many times by several people. And I wanted to ask about that as well. In fact, you guys, it's been my prayer for so long. And that is God, you know, Holy Father, please help me to do your good work, to use my gifts in the right way, which is why having spiritual fitness has been life-changing for me because now I know more about that. I asked her to pull cards, of course, for me and talk to the angels. And it was so cute because she said, oh my gosh, they're so chatty. They're just all trying to explain things to me. And, and, uh, and she's, you know, she's recording this and you can hear her go, uh, hold on. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> it's, it's really fantastic. So the cards that she pulled are, there are three of them, writing, study, and animals. And I have to tell you that about 10 years ago, I talk to a psychic, don't roll your eyes. I only go if I feel compelled and I feel that's the Holy Spirit talking through someone else. I went to someone about 10 years ago when I was having not a good time in my life with my sort of career. I was personal training almost full time, getting really miserable, really stressed. And she basically said to me, uh, you're not meant to be doing this full time. And she said, I don't know if you've ever written, but I, I get a, a sense that you're supposed to be writing. And that made no sense whatsoever because I had left public relations work years ago, done very well in it, but I had burned out on it. I had no intention whatsoever of doing any writing. Wouldn't you know now, I am deep back into my blog. I love spending hours on my specific topics. I have done scripts for international fitness publications. I've edited them. I've done radio, TV, commercial stuff. I love my posts. I love focusing on those writings and I am now deep, deep, deep into writing. So here I am. So the first card that she explains to me is writing and there's an angel overlooking this person. And the card says you heal, inspire, teach, and entertain with the words you write. And that is exactly what I feel like I should be doing and what people tell me I do coaching sort of thing. And inspiration comes up all the time. And I'm an entertainer. I, when I had my Enneagram done years ago and worked with my spiritual director, I'm a seven, six, that's the entertainer. So that made total sense. And then, you know what else she told me? Make sure you journal. Oh, really? <laughs> Cause I have been, uh, the second card study reading research and education, help you gain confidence and clarity about your career. What have I been doing? I've been reading books. 
I can't put them down. I've been under, trying to understand other religions and trying to understand my evolvement through my years of Christianity and and the spiritual awakening. And I couldn't stop reading about all of it, even stuff that got kind of dry and boring. I just tried to power through it. That's all I really had been doing is sort of, quote, studying. And the third card, animals, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There's a girl holding a tiger, though. And the card says, you understand animals and communicate with them intuitively. Trust your inner guidance as the animals are part of your life's work. She explained to me this isn't really about animals. It's about your intuition. She said that your life work is tied in directly, 100%, with your gift of intuition, which I have already been tapping into. I've already felt that. I've had all kinds of things happen throughout my life, hits, Uh, that's what I call them. One time I had a hit that my son was going to choke on his carrots at school. I think he was probably in fourth grade or something. And I'm driving along and it was so strong. It almost gives me goosebumps. Oof. It's hard for me to talk about it. It was so strong. I could picture it that I turned around and I, I drove to school and I found his lunch and I took him out. That same day, I envisioned a red car in front of me, almost crashing into a red car. And wouldn't you know, about an hour later, a, a red car in front of me slammed on its brakes, and I was probably an inch away. So she just reaffirmed, this is absolutely what you should not be scared of. You should shine with it. And the interesting thing is, the tiger is like my animal, uh, what's the word she used? Not totem? Is that something? I forgot. Anyway, it's like the symbol. And she said, you should probably get some little, some sort of tiger thing because it represents your energy. Wouldn't you know, in the Chinese zodiac, I am, what do you think I am? I'm a tiger. Yes, I am. And at the same time, the angels told her to tell me, listen, she said, I don't know if this makes sense, but they're telling me, wow, you're really taking a break and it's good that you're resting, but get ready because things are really going to heat up. So don't get too comfortable. And that's what I've been doing. I've been basically resting. I really had. And they told her that I have a team of angels that are always there and that I can call on them anytime and they're trying to help me through this process and it's an important process and to call on them and to journal my dreams because they try to communicate through dreams as well, which I've been told that also. And it's another thing you should do, definitely. And I do have a guardian angel and she's there all the time. And it was cute because she said to me, she says that she really enjoys you, that you're a lot of fun. And I thought that was sweet. And then she said, um, I'm trying to get a name for you. She goes, I don't know. It sounds like Yolanda. Okay. I'll write it down. Yolanda. And later when I asked my dad about that name, I said, do I have any relatives or do you have any relatives named Yolanda? And he said, Oh, you have a great aunt that died you know, years ago. And yes, she, you met her and she adored you and her name was Yolanda. The final thing that she said to me was, I get a sense about your life and, and I can surmise it in one word, uplifting. You are meant to uplift others. You are meant to do that as your life purpose, period. Uplift others and whatever you do, that should be part of it, which I had been told. So I was starting to feel pretty good about this. It was very reassuring. Let's dive in now to where I get into my journal more now that you have heard about my angel reading. That wasn't all of it, but that was the gist of it. I decided that I wanted to 
start doing my own cards and I got trust your vibration Oracle cards and those I pray on, I put them close to my heart and I literally pray and meditate on them for the Holy spirit to work through me, whatever card I pull for myself, for someone else, a message that's obvious or not. So I had started doing those cards and I'm going to get back to those in a little bit and talk about synchronicity there. Before I do that, I also got some other cards that really were more for me, although I may use them for others. And they're called Path of the Soul, Destiny cards. And I was compelled to shuffle and pull those cards. And I only do that if I feel it. So it's not like I do them all the time and I ask questions and it's not like I'm constantly using them. I just sometimes feel it's time for whatever reason. And I I pull them, but I was feel, feeling very much so like I needed to pull those. And basically to reaffirm my path and being on the right track. Oh, one other thing I almost forgot. Oh my goodness. Francis told me that the angel said, you need to share your story, your intuitive gift and your transformation needs to be shared. Don't be afraid to share it, which is what I'm doing with you right now. So I had heard that from the angels as well. Okay. So I pulled my cards and the first card, uh, is it was card 43. And this represents your current situation. According to the way that I decided to use these, your current situation, card 43 is universal connection. And it says this, the guidance you are now receiving is truly universal. Take time daily to connect with your guides and angels. They wish to connect with you as much as you wish to connect with them. They are working very closely with you and you are being encouraged to journal at this time. This is a great story you are writing. It is your personal story and it is unique to you and only you. Express your emotions and your feelings. Write down your dreams and synchronistic events that occur. This card calls for putting your connection and experience with spirit into writing. What? <laughs> okay. I'm feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> All right. Actions to take. Actions to take. Card 26. Third eye. The third eye rules psychic abilities and clairvoyance. Although every human is born with the ability to see beyond the known, it does not mean they always access it. Your intuitive gifts, intuitive gifts and abilities are very strong. When this card appears, it is because you are ready to move to the next level in the development of your inner scene. Intuitive development is important for your growth at this time. Expanding your gifts not only benefits you, but also aids those who need the guidance and support you can provide from source. Source, in my case, is God. And next to God is probably Jesus and Buddha and my angels and everybody who has spiritual enlightening and the divine love and power flowing through them for the rest of us. That makes sense as well. Then we have one more, and this is the outcome. What is coming up for you? The very last card in the deck, card 44. And I shuffled these, and then I just pulled the first three. Card 44, birth of angels. Remember, this is the outcome. You are surrounded with the loving support of the angelic realm. You play an important role on earth in uplifting. Did I just say that word? I did. 
uplifting the consciousness of the planet. The angels are here with you to help in every way they can. Remember, you have not been abandoned here. You are not alone on this journey. Your gifts are very special and very needed. These divine beings are here with you to aid you in becoming fully who you are truly meant to be. Now you will see your path opening more than ever before. Oh, it's hard for me to read those, you guys. Ooh, it makes me kind of emotional because I have been searching so long for confirmation on really what I'm supposed to be doing because I've done so many things. I'm one of those. I do a lot of things pretty well. I'll, I'll admit it. And I get crazy and I'm, I'm all over the place. And one of the things that my guardian angel also communicated through Francis was tell Tina, this is extremely important. Stay grounded and follow your heart in all your doings. Because I'm a thinker and I overthink things. I think through everything. Oh, I have a master's degree. I should be using that and I'll make money doing this. And oh, what am I thinking? And I, that makes more sense. And I'll read that and I'll do that. I've always been that way. And it's, it's helped me. I told you about my ego and my thoughts and being practical has always helped me. And I appreciate that. But what the message was, listen to your heart and stay grounded, meaning stay focused. Don't go all over the place like you usually do stop those thoughts when they happen. That's how I interpreted that. And that's exactly what I needed to do. Ooh. So I have all this already happening. All the messages tying into each other. That night I was reading a book about finding and recognizing the voice of God. It talked about also angels and it talked about the symbolism of the number one, one, one which thank God it was, you know, it's a good number. Cause the only number I remember is the six, six, six from the movie Damien or whatever. Was it Damien or Damien? Or what it was that show? Oh God, it was so creepy. I didn't have a bookmarker. And so I happened to think, okay, I got to remember what page I'm on as I'm really tired. And I want to go to sleep. And it's, it was hard for me to put these books down. I literally could literally have stayed up all night. Probably lo and behold, I looked down at the page, which I never do. And I am not exaggerating. I'm not making this up. It was page number one, one, one. I'm going to jump now into the, the, uh, trust your vibes cards because this ties in at that time I had been doing the card readings and I decided to, it was time to pull a card and I, uh, pulled the card. What do you love? And the card was all about trusting your heart and what your heart's telling you, which of course reaffirmed what I had just been told by my angels and my guardian angel which I usually oftentimes don't do. And what I didn't do with the syndicated radio show, that show you guys was about a topic, health and fitness, which I was being pulled away from, but I took the show. I already told you why knowing that it wasn't really what I wanted to do in my heart. And as we know, that didn't turn out too well, did it? My message of course, to journal was I was already doing that. So as I looked back at some of the entries I had been writing about, I also saw that too. I saw this, you know, pull, this struggle with my mind and my heart. So it, it had been going on for a long time. August 22nd, I had some concerns. I dreamt about a friend of mine. And so I was thinking about her and wanted to touch base with her. And I was getting ready to leave to teach my class. And who rolls up in my driveway unannounced and just said, I don't know why. I just thought I'd stop by and say, hi, coincidence. 
I think it was a message. And I journaled these little things, which I'm asking you to do because they're little, but they add up and they start to illustrate how your life can go into flow when you are open to your spiritual self, when you're spiritually fit. Same day, once again, getting ready to call uh, someone for business. And I was struggling with this phone call, some stuff I had to deal with. And, uh, I don't really want to. And so I was putting it off and I thought about this person and I'm going through the message of how I want to say it in my mind. This person calls me in the middle of it and basically says to me exactly what I was thinking. I didn't have to say it. He did. And once again, I just feel like it's synchronicity. And finally, on that same entry day, August 22nd, I did a, about a 40 minute meditation and prayer and I saw a lot of color purple in that. And of course, that symbolizes divine connection in the chakra colors. August 25th. More coincidences, I say? I don't think so. And these are little, but just listen. A friend of mine called and said, hey, I know you love basset hounds. We need to find a home for two basset hounds. I'm wondering if you could help us. Of course, I can't because we have three basset hounds and I cannot take any more. My kids would do it, but of course I can't. I said, you know what? I, I can't, but let me think about it and see if I can connect you with someone. And I said, there is the Basset Hound Rescue. I'll, you know, I'll look that up later tonight and get back to you. Well, I'd forgotten about it and I would have forgotten about it. I probably would have remembered later when she asked me, open up my email. What is there? But out of the blue, an email from Basset Hound Rescue of Southern California. Coincidence. I just don't think all these things happen as a coincidence when you are in your strong vibration, when you're vibrating high with God, with Jesus, with whomever, when you're spiritually fit. I was waiting for a doctor. I took one of my books with me to read, and this one was about angels. And I read, I also had a message from my angel messenger, and it was one of her videos that she does. And this one happened to be about one of the archangels and how to use them. So it was really comforting. I was listening to, oh, I love this, and I love listening to this. I opened up my book to the chapter that I'm going to read, and the chapter is about the very same angel. August 28th, I woke up at 3.30 with this awful feeling with this gentleman on my mind, someone that takes my class, someone that is super strong in spin, but all of a sudden hadn't been there, hadn't answered a couple emails. Are you okay? What's going on? Later that morning, I had an email from his wife saying, I just found your emails and he is very sick in the hospital and has cancer. August 31st, I had a conversation with my husband about some difficult situations and how I was trying to explain to him that I thought meditation and prayer and understanding where I am, how that would really help him. And it would be a solution to perhaps dealing with your stress. I was, uh, again, pulled to draw cards and this time I, I felt like it was for him or for someone else, maybe for me too, but it just, it felt like it was time. So, and these card, these card pulls, I videotaped three of them. They're on my Facebook page and I'll be doing more of them. So I pull a card number 46. What do you think the card is? See the solution. That wasn't the only card that tied in either. I did a general reading that I posted on Facebook and the card was mentor and role model. And without going into detail, let me just say that it was a direct correlation and the topic of a conversation earlier that day. September 5th, it says, I'd forgotten that at the beginning of my spiritual journey, I had checked my blog for entries on the same date. So I had looked at my blog to see what was I doing on this date years ago. It was about fitness. 
And it says, uh, I had done a special meditation and at the end of my small group training, it brought someone to tears. And she told me at the end that it literally changed her perspective in that very moment on a problem that was debilitating for her. And she wanted me to know that what I said to her felt like it was God giving her a blessing and an answer. That was the entry on that day that I happened to go look at and the coincidence with this spiritual journey. Also on the 17th, a friend uh, that I hadn't seen in a long, 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 long time, probably three years, I was thinking about she and her husband inviting them to a concert music that I knew they would like. So I asked another friend for her, uh, her number. She got back to me with it and I was starting to send her a text. Guess who I get a text from at that very moment, inviting me to the same concert. I just don't think that's coincidence. Not over and over and over again. Just posted on uh, October 1st, this really cool thing on a float tank. Oh my gosh. Epsom salt uh, tank where you float for an hour sensory deprivation. Oh, you should find one. They're amazing. And I talked about it in my spin class just a little bit. And then I get done with my class and there's a, a friend of mine in there that hadn't been in class for at least, I'd say four to six months. And all of a sudden he goes, ah, I normally would never be here, but I was able to be here. And, uh, he walks up to me and, and he says, I just Googled that for my wife and for all these issues that she's going through. He said, I literally was just looking for something like that. And I said, well, I've got a place for you and it's probably 25 minutes from where you live. And there's little things that happen a lot, you guys, if you're really paying attention. And I think that's the key. And I know it seems small, but, you know, little things like life, life flow, like, you know, something gets canceled, something perfectly at the right time and something arrives just at the right time. And, uh, even just the comments, like I just received something recently from someone that said, I just saw your trust, my vibes. And there was one statement that I'll never forget. And it opened up a conversation in my family that I've wanted to have for years. And that is, it doesn't matter what religion you're in. This is a message from God. And I hope it unites you. And he said that one, what that one message that I heard from you allowed me to open up conversation in my family. Wow. Really? And then I finally, just recently, I received a text message from someone after I had sent her a text message saying, hang in there. I know that uh, things are tough. I'm sending you love and special vibrations. And I, I, I'm praying for you right now, which I do. And she said, I'm blessed. God put you in my life. Thank you for your intuitive message of love and encouragement. I don't know how you knew I needed those words when you sent it but I did. You truly have a gift and you use it. Thank you. And finally, after all this time of deciding to do this, I decide now that it's time to put this together and get it out there. And I received uh, an email from one of the spiritual leaders that I enjoy. And basically it said, it's a, the moon phase we're in right now is the perfect time for spiritual messages. It's the time to connect. It is the time if you are trying to move forward in your spirituality, this is the time to do it. Work on it, meditate, pray, reach out. And this is the moment that I have chosen to share this. All right, so let's finish this up. What is spiritual fitness according to Tina? Spiritual fitness is a strong and deeply felt connection between your soul and your thoughts to your belief and trust or faith in God 
and the practice of prayer and meditation to inspire and guide your life and actions, resulting in peace which passeth understanding. The last part of that definition speaks to why you need it. Peace which passeth understanding, which I love from my religion. Peace, joy, strength, faith, and love for one another. How do you get it? It's like physical fitness. We have countless ways to move and feed our bodies and enhance our overall health. We include fitness components such as strength, flexibility, endurance. You cannot run one day and be fit for the rest of your life, nor can you start jogging and expect to run a half marathon within days or weeks. Consistency yields results. You have to figure out what's right for you. Sometimes you need a coach or a trainer, a support group, a gym. You have to listen to your body and pay attention to its signals. You have to manage your stress, and it's the same for your spiritual fitness. So I've compiled a list of suggestions. You can use any of these, add your own, whatever gets you closer to God, Jesus, your deeper self, whatever. Pick and choose. Worship services across all organized religions and practices. I'm using umbrella terms here, religion, you know, a lot, but, you know, apply it to whatever. Especially this, Bible study groups, right? Religious rituals, such as fasting, specific meals and celebrations. Religious retreats. Yoga and spiritual retreats. Prayer. Meditation. And I use prayer to to say thanks, to talk, to ask for more guidance and forgiveness and help. And then I meditate on the answers. And I try to open my brain and say, please release all my, quote, Tina crap. Open me up to the messages in my life I'm supposed to live. And then I try to go quiet. There's lots of ways to meditate, and that's a whole nother uh, podcast. Support groups, reading the Bible or equivalent on your own. Study and, uh, and just reading, right, from various religious or spiritual leaders. Time out from electronics and external distractions. Your own voice chatter. Connecting to nature and the outdoors. Quiet time. Peace missions. Outreach, volunteering. Reiki. R-E-I-K-I, rolfing, perhaps even massage therapy for the relaxation and release of toxins, as well as healing and restoration. Traditional therapy, if you are suffering from a painful past or current situation that's debilitating in any way, then you can't really be spiritually fit. Uh, Like I said, I I read books on near-death experiences, life-after-death experiences or communication, shamans, the metaphysical related to, you know, the higher all-loving powers such as God or Jesus past life regression sessions, dream interpretation, angel messengers, all those things. And that's why I say it's not just traditional religion. And I don't believe that that's the only way. And I don't believe the Bible is the only way. And I know some of you don't send me a Bible verse quoting that or whatever. I I know all that. I have that background. This is my message trying to unite people. So I I just want to be very clear on that. A divinely inspired message. How do you know you have it? Oh, and by the way, because I did all those and I had, and they all matched up past life regression study, astrological numerology, everyone from separate people had the same underlying themes from my angel messenger, from my own readings, from my prayer, similar, same over and over and over again. Anyway, how do you know you have it? Well, remember those fitness components, spiritual fitness gives you a newfound strength It gives you flexibility in your daily life. And for all the craziness that unfolds, it sustains you like a long distance event and it balances out chaos and worry. You feel lighter and more capable of handling any situation 
It's still going to be stressful. It imparts wisdom and insight in the ability to accept your path and those of others. It's much easier to simply let go, as in the saying, let go, let God, and you really can. Synchronicity and flow in your life occurs more often, but you don't know that if you don't journal. Others will see or feel the peace and authenticity from your soul. You're authentic. You don't hide behind things. You have more confidence. You're okay with who you are. If you feel stressed and overwhelmed, which we all do, right? But all the time, most of the time, if you hanger, if you hanger, <laughs> that's the new word. If you harbor anger, frustration, or resentment, and even I'm really talking about towards people you love, you probably lack spiritual fitness because they can't really coexist. You allow yourself to let other people's journeys go. You're not affected as much by their journey. And don't forget, you have to journal to recognize your transformation into spiritual fitness. I talk about my journey, by the way, a little bit on my Facebook page in one of my Trust Your Vibes card readings, and you can get the link on my blog, tinaandersonoc.com, and this blog entry, the one on spiritual fitness, you'll see it there. How do you keep it once you get it? Well, you go back to how you got it, and you make a habit of whatever works best for you. You make that a priority. You schedule that, whatever that is. And you share your journey with clergy, family members, and trusted friends who will support and encourage you. And I want to end with one more thing that I had mentioned about what gives me this complete peace. And that is this. I understand the Christian religion very well. And I have Jewish friends and I'm open to the pathways to get to the divine because I believe that the ultimate journey for us is to evolve our souls to loving beings, not just human beings, but loving beings. I believe that what God wants, our highest power is for the world and its inhabitants to evolve to that. I believe all the teachings and all the religions are trying to get us there. And I also believe that it can't happen in one lifetime. I believe it's complicated. And I think that God gives you more than one chance to do that. I've always believed I've had other lives many times. And I do believe we're on a path on earth to figure out what our purpose is to evolve our soul. I believe that it's somewhat predestined from your last lifetime in the sense that you review what you've done well and you get guidance and you choose the next one. And a lot of the past life regression experts, and you don't have to believe this. It's okay. I'm just sharing. have done tons and tons of you know hypnosis and I don't know how they could have the results they do over thousands of people if there's not some legitimacy to it. But I don't want to argue that. That's not my purpose. However, I, I love the security and that I feel from knowing this is my path. And whomever is in my path, difficult, ugly in the sense of their, their vibration, is meant to teach me something. It's a reflection back. So instead of why is this happening to me, it's what, what do I need to learn from that? And choosing your basically your soul family, or when you feel like you know someone, you've known them forever, people come into your life and go out of your life for different reasons. All of that to me makes sense. And that I'm trying to evolve my soul and trying to help others do that. And that's my purpose. So if something tragic happens, it's sort of in this plan to teach me something. Now, is it going to be just an abysmal sadness and depression? Am I going to, of course we're human, 
But I'm just saying deep down in my soul, I feel like this path, I, I chose this path for a reason. And if you can look at it that way, and if you can look at someone else's path and think, why the hell? That nasty SOB, look at what they're doing and think, you don't know what they, he or she is supposed to learn in his or her lifetime. You don't understand. We can't understand. We can only understand what we're supposed to learn. And that you can only understand with prayer and meditation and being spiritually fit. So I have this peace that allows me to accept the ups and downs in a different way and allows me to look at things differently. And I hope that I can give some of that to you because there is no doubt in my mind that coincidences are messages and gifts to help clarify your spiritual journey and your soul's evolution. I'm glad you're curious and I hope that you join me in this special fit family. I invite you and I lift you up and ask your team of angels and the Holy Spirit and whomever else brings you comfort and your faith to embrace you with loving gestures and to provide you with strong symbols and messages for whatever you need in order to wake up each day with peace, faith, joy, and spiritual fitness. I ask that you open your heart and soul to this giant human race in ways that will perpetuate the same for your brothers and sisters, respecting each other's journeys and seeking common ground based on the concept of divine love. Thank you so much for listening to this. God bless you and everyone you care about. TinaAndersonOC.com to keep track of that, all my social media links. Please go to my Facebook page where I'm really posting a lot of stuff on this as well, my spiritual fitness stuff and the Blake Aaron Live stuff and all kinds of good stuff, comedy, all that. And until we chat again, remember to make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. And I'm going to add one to this. And always remember to look for the divine in the synchronicity in your life. Talk to me at TinaAndersonOC.com. I'm Life in the Groove. And of course, this is Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. Oh my gosh, I just finished this. This is a PS. I know they don't have them in podcasts, but I'm doing one. The name of this file is Chambers VO because it was an old file from a client who I haven't worked for in years. And so I believe I probably deleted all of his stuff to tape over this. Guess who called me to ask if I had his files and could I do some more work? Oh, I think that's synchronicity happening even at the end of this podcast. <laughs>